Welcome to the Mapped Out Money Podcast, where we help you understand finance and manage your money so you can get on with living your adventure. You're listening to episode number 34. And today's episode is sponsored by the Mapped Out Money Minute. This is another podcast that we do. It's a daily podcast, super short, bite-sized money tips all about, you know, same kind of stuff we talk about here, managing your money, personal growth, all things to help you actually use your money as a tool to live your adventure. So if you're interested in that, if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, we'd love for you to check it out. Just type in Mapped Out Money Minute in your favorite podcast player, and it should come right up. So what's, uh, what's on the agenda today? Well, this episode is one that's near and dear to your heart because it's all about how to not overspend during the holidays. Yeah. It's like my two favorite things, not overspending and the holidays. <laughs> it is your two favorite <laughs> things. Yeah. Nick started listening to Christmas music like back in July. Yeah. I do love some Christmas music. Oh, I know you do. Although I am pretty bummed this year because last year, my absolute favorite part, probably my favorite way that we did spend money last year during this time was that Dave Barnes Christmas concert. I know. It was really good. And uh, this year, wah, 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 COVID. I know. No live Christmas concert. We're going to have to watch his like virtual thing while we decorate our Christmas tree or I something. Know. It was so good. It was it was so nice. Hopefully we can do the do the virtual thing. But anyways, so not uh, not overspending Today's episode, we, we kind of want to break it up into two parts. We've got kind of a, I don't know what, a smorgasbord, a, is that how you say that word? A handful of tips? No. How do you say that word? It's a smorgasbord, isn't smorgasbord. it? Smorgasbord. Not borg. Borg. No. Smorgas, smorgasbord. We've got a handful of tips <laughs> all about um, saving and spending money uh, during this time of year and trying not to bust your budget. And then the, the second half of the episode will be more on the actual process of building a budget for Christmas and, you know, kind of the steps that we think you should go through to make that happen. Because nothing says Merry Christmas like a good budget. Nothing says Merry Christmas like not going into debt. That is true. You know, that's that that's true. the way I think about it. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get into our uh, our top tips. We've got like five of these things. This makes me think, though, before we start getting into this, talking about like budgeting and gift giving, you know, that office episode where oh, yes. Michael talks about like a gift is a tangible way of saying, I love you this many dollars worth. <laughs> like I always think that when I buy things for people, it's like not true, but also, but also kind of true. Kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> it is terrible though. You really shouldn't think that way because then you're, you're definitely going to go into debt trying to prove that you love people. But I also kind of feel like, I mean, this is, I'm about to sound like a real Grinch. Outside of a very few core people, I wish that we could just cut out gift giving because to a certain extent, it starts just feeling like you're just like swapping money. Yeah. You know? Well, and that, that I don't know that that's the Grinch in you as much as it is like the minimalist in you well, because it, it's like... Not even minimal because I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just buying you stuff that maybe you want or maybe you don't and you're doing the same for me. So why don't we just not do this and then like... I'll buy myself the things that I actually want and you buy yourself the things that you actually want. And like, it's like my inner efficiency nerd. No, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I totally get that. And it's to me, to your, I mean, yes, I want to buy gifts for like those few core people that really, I want to get them something. I am excited to get them something that means a lot, but I don't like the expectations. No, I agree. Of like, I, I haven't seen this person 
in however long, but we've been getting each other Christmas gifts every year. So yeah, we, we all just have those keep people. getting each other Christmas gifts every year. Like that kind of thing is super crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, it is. And I was not planning to tell this story, but it cannot go untold on this episode. So I guess that was our, was it maybe our third Christmas because we were living at our Amberley apartment in okay. Chattanooga. Yeah, that would have been third. Okay. So in Chattanooga, there was this little boutique store that I loved and they sold like different little gifty items, but mainly what they sold was jewelry, but it was all kind of funky jewelry. From they like, sold a lot of other things. That's just the main thing you liked there. Okay, fair enough. But they had like, you know, kind of local artisan type jewelry and stuff like that. So... A few years ago for Christmas, <laughs> Nick hands me... Oh, the other part is they like gift wrapped... They gift wrapped things. In a very particular way. If you are getting a gift from there... You know it's, you know from, it's there, from there. If, if you live in Chattanooga. So he hands me my stocking and I open it up and there is a little small box... It's like palm sized. From... Blue Skies, the the place in Chattanooga, and I am so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, Nick went to Blue Skies and bought me jewelry. And I never buy you jewelry. No, you don't. And so I'm like opening it up, and I'm so pumped, and I get it open, and it's a jewelry box. I'm like, yes, and I open the jewelry <laughs> box, and inside the jewelry box is a pack of of breath mints like that had something <laughs> they on had a it meme on them that, that i Nick thought, was, thought funny. was funny and and i i was like please tell me like is is there another thing from blue skies like is, is this like a joke and there's like another blue skies and he's like no no that's, legit that's what i got that's what i got you I, was like, I got was, you other stuff you but- did i don't remember what you got me it was all overshadowed by the breath mints. yeah you're pretty bummed out after that it was funny. I wasn't really that bad. I wasn't like mad bummed. I was just like, oh, just a little deflated, a little. My mom has a similar story. When her and my dad were dating, he gave her a, a little small jewelry box gift, and she thought that it was going to be like jewelry or whatever. This is worse. And she opened it up. I'm calling it out right now. Your dad <laughs> is worse than me. She opened it up, and it was a Bear Bryant coin and so she still has this like bear bryant coin hanging in like a little glass globe that's thing. hilarious like so at least funny. you can use the breath mints that's, she was like oh that's way more for a Jeff bear than bryant for her. coin that's exactly what i thought was in this jewelry box and i am so excited about it you have so. to admit though i i made up for it because the next year was it your birthday i don't know if or it maybe it was birthday. a full year later it was yeah it was a year later for my birthday okay so i went back to blue skies and this time i got two things i got another thing of breath mints and i did get jewelry and uh and so i gave you another blue skies box but i gave you the breath mints first again i thought it yeah. was funny that was he did good he did good but yeah it was funny it was very funny. I need to find something. I need to like get you back somehow. But I wish that there was a store that you were that enthused about that I could trick you with. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to like get me like a a, a shoe box like with like some shoes I've been really wanting or something like that. Ooh, I could get something from Jocko's store. You could do that, and then and then put like put a Walmart pair it. of jeans in there. Ooh, that would be pretty <laughs> deflating. That'd be pretty sad. <laughs> So yeah, a tangible way for me to say I love you this many breath mints. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, enough with 
hating on Nick. Let's uh, let's talk I'm about not ways you can hating on you. Let's talk about That's ways you funny. can save money. Tip number one: buy breath mints yeah. instead of jewelry. Don't buy your wife jewelry. Buy her breath mints instead from her favorite jewelry store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, what's our first actual legitimate tip? I don't know. Do tip? we have actual tips here? Or yes, is that it? we do. Okay. So the, the first one is um, really talking to the people who are struggling for shopping for themselves this season with all the deals and more like impulse control. Um, this is something that's actually come up in a, a couple of coaching calls here recently where we've been talking about like this is a really like – spendy time of year, not just for other people, but there's some amazing deals on things that you've maybe been wanting for yourself. And so the first tip is if you're struggling with that, if that's you that we're talking to right now, make sure you have a plan for Black Friday and Cyber Monday specifically for how you're not going to allow yourself to be tempted. This means go ahead and make plans to do something else. You know, obviously COVID is probably helping with that this year. I don't think we're going to be bombing the stores like normal, but even the online shopping, especially the online shopping, go ahead and literally schedule something on your calendar right now to do something with friends, maybe play a game online, hop on Zoom, schedule something to watch a movie. I don't know, but like put something on your calendar to get yourself away from just mindlessly looking at all the deals and being tempted to actually spend that money. I think another idea would be like something that you really enjoy doing that feels like a treat that maybe you don't always give yourself the time to do. So like maybe that's reading, maybe it's watching movies, but like setting aside the day to do that. And like maybe you love the Harry Potter movies. Be like, I'm going to take this whole day and just watch Harry Potter and like make it a big thing that's like really fun and that you really enjoy and really look forward to and feels like a treat. But isn't you spending money. Yeah, and that's a perfect point. And that kind of leads into the other thing I wanted to say about this tip, which is when it comes to putting time on the calendar, make a plan to do something with the stuff that you already own. You know, one of the things that's on, you know, big sales this year are all the new video game consoles, new Xbox, new PlayStation. And if you're really, really kind of geeking out about that and wanting one, but it doesn't really make sense in the budget and you're trying not to be tempted to actually spend it and go in debt for that, Maybe it's time to just schedule some time to play games with your friends online with games that you already own and remind yourself of all the amazing stuff that you already have. Um, So I think that's I think that is perfect with your Harry Potter tip, too, of, hey, let me look at all the stuff that I already own, that I already love, that I don't use nearly as much as I should. Let me make a plan to actually use some of this stuff um, without needing to go buy something else, which that brings us to point number two, which is to start unsubscribing from like all the sales emails that you get. And I get a ton of these. I probably get way more than you because like I've ordered things on Old Navy and American Eagle and you know, whatever. And so my email inbox is just constantly flooded with all the different sales. And it is really tempting when you see that you're like, well, I mean, come on, it's 40% off. I need to order it now. And so many are just ruthless. Like I, uh, so I just, um, we just ordered a hold the wall set, right? For our new house. We got these tools. They're on great sale. We'll probably talk about them more later, but, um, I, to do that, I got a discount through Sears and I opted into their like text message thing. They have been sending me two or three texts a day since then. It's bad. And I'm just like, good, grief like this is insane so um and and i'm pretty ruthless normally about unsubscribing from stuff like that and uh it's pretty wild so again to your point you know we're recording this on monday 
before Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and uh, we're already getting hounded. So if you're just now listening to this, now's a great time. Go ahead and start unsubscribing from a lot of stuff that you think might tempt you the day of, especially for Cyber Monday, uh, and just don't even let that come into your inbox. Don't even put yourself in the situation to be tempted to spend more than you should. All right, our third tip kind of goes right in line with not spending more than you should, and it actually starts with making a list right now of what you know you need, and then if it's not on the list, no matter how good the deal is, you don't get to buy it. And again, right here, these first three tips, we're really talking more about spending on yourself. We're not even really talking about spending on other people right now as much as, hey, everything that you have going on in your life, whether it's home projects or fun stuff that you're wanting to buy, like make a list of what's legitimate that you're actually you know, trying to do that could fit within your budget that you could realistically afford to get right now. And then if you happen to come across a sale on those things, then get it. Like for us, uh, a few weeks ago, we obviously just got into this house. We are buying a lot of tools to do renovation projects, a lot of tools we don't, you know, didn't previously own. And we were at Lowe's and I was kind of thinking about, you know, getting some DeWalt tools for a few things that we needed, but they're so expensive. <laughs> if you if you if you buy DeWalt, you know they're really, really expensive. And my dad, I was talking to him and he was saying, well, hey, if you're going to get this, you might just want to wait a couple more weeks because DeWalt historically does really, really good Black Friday deals. And sure enough, uh, they did. And so a couple days ago, I went ahead and ordered this amazing set for like 500 bucks, like a 10 piece set, got a couple of batteries and the batteries alone are normally like $100. But I knew that we were planning to buy DeWalt tools anyways. I knew roughly about how much we could spend. And so I just waited around to get that. And then I did get a legitimately good deal, but that's because it was already on my list. If it's not on our list right now, no matter how good the deal is, and we can't afford to get it, we don't get to get it. I think that's such a good point because for myself, I know that I wouldn't think that I would lack clarity in the moment, but I do. So once once you do start getting flooded with all this stuff, and I, I think it's like partly maybe decision fatigue too, like playing into it. I don't know. You just get bombarded with stuff. And so it is hard to, to really remember like, well, is that a priority or is it not? Like it kind of all starts to feel like your top priority, but in reality, it's not. You know, does that make sense? It does. Well, and this time of year is especially tough because – you almost you kind of have to do a little bit of research to find out if this truly is an unprecedented deal or if it just seems like it is. Like Nomadic's a good example. I love Nomadic backpacks. I bought I bought two of them <laughs> in the past year. I love their bags. Um they do deals all the time. And so I'm getting emails right now about their ridiculous Black Friday sales, yada yada yada, but they legitimately do crazy good deals. All year long. I've noticed that too. Yeah. And so I don't need to be tempted about whatever they have going on on Black Friday. Whereas like. It's not like you're going to have to wait a whole no, year. No, I'm not going to. Gonna, whereas like the DeWalt tools, legitimately, this is a really good deal they do once a year. Mm -hmm. And it made more sense for what we have. So a lot of it too is like, you need to do a little bit of research to know just because the email says like one time only guaranteed to blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. So once you do have that list and you know the things that you're actually looking for deals on, then our fourth tip is to use a plugin like Honey or Wikibuy to figure out like if you're actually getting the best deal 
on it. Yeah, these are a couple of things. I'm normally pretty, I don't know, I'm normally pretty adverse to like adding another thing just because, I don't know, it always just feels like it's more clutter. But I finally did legitimately, and this is not an ad because like all the YouTubers are sponsored by Honey, but legitimately, we're not sponsored by by anybody. But we're open to it, honey. We're open to it, honey, if you're listening. Um, But legitimately, I did add, uh, I I ended up using Wikibuy, which has now got bought in their Capital One savings. But anyways, legit, this thing has saved me a lot of money this year. Um, One of my most recent um, favorite little hacks is uh, what I've been doing to get our dog food from Honest Kitchen. So I don't know, we, we buy pretty healthy dog food i hope it is <laughs> we, we, we cer- certainly pay enough we for it pay to for, be we, very healthy yes we do and one of the things that honest kitchen does is if you set it up as a recurring subscription you get five percent off your order which is great we buy it like four boxes at a time so that really adds up but fairly recently i don't know a few months back we had to cancel our subscription and restart it because we were changing from like chicken to beef or something like that and i noticed that when I went to check out. I get the 5% off for setting it up as a new recurring subscription. But I was also able to use Wikibuy, and I found another coupon code for an additional 5% off. So this next time that we were due dog food, rather than I got that email that was like, your order is about to ship. You know, they send me the notification. And I was curious. So I went and logged in. I canceled our recurring subscription, which is free. And then I added a new recurring subscription and used Wikibuy again to get an additional 5% off. So it went from, again, 5% for recurring plus the 5% for the coupon. So I got a 10% off, which, hey, on that dog food, adds up. So my new strategy, as long as it keeps working, is uh, I'm going to cancel our recurring subscription every single time we need dog food and then redo our subscription and then also try to use an additional coupon code. Yeah, I always think it's interesting, like little things like that that you can find to do that most people just aren't willing to put in like that few extra minutes to, to go through the pain of like, okay, cancel the recurring subscription, redo it. like Well, and it's not even that hard because they send they literally send you a notification that's like, hey, your recurring subscription is about to be ordered. Like, let us know if you need any changes to it or whatever. So it perfectly reminds me anyways. Yeah. Now I just go in there and make a couple change takes like less so than five minutes. So thrifty. So thrifty. But hey, that 5% on like 270 bucks. I know. Hey, it makes I a will difference. take that. I know people are like, what food are you buying? It's pure gold. <laughs> it may as well be. All right. So that brings us to the the fifth tip and sort of the end of this section before we get into the budget, which is probably my favorite tip. It is. Yep. My, my favorite tip is you got to use a little bit of strategy here to convince your family to switch from buying gifts for everybody to some sort of like Christmas game, like Dirty Santa or Santa Swap or, you know. There's all kinds of different games we've tried over the years. Like one year, we um, we everybody contributed a few dollars. It wasn't a ton, but it was like enough to make it interesting because if everybody gives like two or three or four dollars and you multiply that by, you know, 15 or 20 people, you can end up with a decent bit of money. And uh, my uncle wrapped like all these little bitty dollars inside of Ziploc bags and just m- wrapped it multiple, multiple, multiple times. So we had this like big glob and then you had to use... Uh, Hand mittens. It's probably not a good COVID. Ziploc bags? Yeah, yeah. So put the dollars in a Ziploc bag okay. and then put that in a box. And then put another dollar in another Ziploc bag, put that on the outside of the box. Did wrap you like that whole roll thing. the dollar bills up? Yeah. Yeah, because the reason is because you're wrapping, you're going to get tearing. You don't want to tear the dollar bills. Okay. So you got to put the dollars in a Ziploc bag. Okay. So then you put that on the outside of the box and then you wrap that. And then you put more Ziploc bags, you wrap that layer, and you just keep wrapping all these layers with dollars in them. You follow me? No. Okay. How do you not follow me? So you got a box. You got a box. And there's like 
20 bucks in the box, like a good amount. Okay. But you said you're wrapping it with wrap dollars. It. No, no, no. You wrap it. Then take with a dollar paper? with wrapping paper. Okay. Then take like a dollar and some Ziploc bags in Ziploc bags. Put that on the outside of the box. Wrap that layer. Okay. Then another dollar in Ziploc bag. Wrap that layer. Okay. Then like maybe a $5 bill in a Ziploc bag. Wrap that layer. Okay. 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 So you do this a bunch and there's like all these little dollars with like a ton wow, of layers. That's a pain. I wonder how long it took him to do that. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Uh, and so then he, br- so he brought this and the game was, we had like a kitchen timer and again, probably not a COVID socially distant game, but you know, you get like 15, 20 seconds and you get hand, you get, uh, oven mitts. You have to wear oven mitts and you try to unwrap the gift and you use duct tape and all kinds of stuff. So it's really difficult to unwrap and any dollars that fly out while you're unwrapping it, you get to keep. And then when your time's up, you pass it to the next family member. And you go around, and it probably takes like half an hour until it's all to wait till we're done. But it's way cheaper for everybody because everybody's contributing a couple of dollars rather than like everyone buying gifts for everyone else, yeah. like all the nephews and nieces. And that just gets really, really expensive. And so I'm a big fan of Christmas games because one, it saves money because you're buying way less gifts. And two, I think you actually have more fun. Like, I think you do too because you interact with everybody. Yep. And it makes it more of an event. It's not just like everybody opens their presents and it lasts 10 seconds and then it's done. It's like an actual kind of event that you do together. Yeah. And Dirty Santa at my at my mamaw's house in particular is always like, it's real fun. It's something that we all kind of look forward to and it's always funny and people actually buy like pretty decent little gifts for 20 bucks a piece and you, you could find some good stuff, and it works out. Yeah, your family does Dirty Santa, like, really well. Yeah, they do a but good But it's job. also good because, like, your mamaw will get into it. And yeah. she's, like, mamaw's, like, so super sweet, but she'll, she'll like, she'll steal She'll take what she wants. Yeah. yeah. And we're all over there, like, yeah, steal it, steal it, you know. So it's just funny to see, like, her kind of, you know, take stuff from people. Yeah. So it's, it's I don't know, it's way more fun. It costs way less money. I'm a big fan of uh, convincing your family to switch traditions up a little bit and try and save a little bit on the wallet. Okay. So we've talked about like ways to make buying all the gifts more easy on your budget. But now let's actually talk about how to make and stick to a budget. Yeah. So I think the first step is without thinking about who you need to buy for, what you have going on, literally without thinking about any of that, just looking at your bank account. And your budget that you hopefully have, your general budget. Yeah, I guess I should say we're talking specifically about like a Christmas budget. A Christmas budget. And ask yourself, how much can you legitimately afford to spend this holiday season without going into debt? And that number might be 200 bucks or it might be 2,000 bucks or it might be a lot more than that or a lot less than that. I don't know. But you got to start with like, what's a number that you can legitimately stomach and handle? Now, in an ideal world, one of the things we talk about is planning all year long for this, right? Christmas comes at the exact same time every single year, same day, same time. We know when it comes. And so next year, you know, we're going to probably encourage you to build a piece into your budget so that you're saving every month for it. But if you haven't done that yet, that's okay. But you got to be honest and start somewhere. So whatever that number is, start there. That's step number one. Yeah, this can be really hard. I feel like especially like if you have just gotten married or married within the past year, and you're not used to having to buy for as many people, like when you've got two families that you're buying for. And they have different traditions and different levels. I mean, like your family, um, 
you you just had a lot more people that you bought gifts for, generally speaking, uh, as compared to what I was used to doing. Um, and I think that has to do with, you know, your cousins are just closer to your age than mine are and um, just the family structure. You got you have a little bit bigger family. And so I remember our first year of marriage, I remember being a little bit stressed out with the amount of gifts that we were buying. Yeah. Not because, again, not because I didn't want to get some of these gifts, but like, especially that year, money was really tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's hard, but it, it definitely does help if you have an overall picture of how much you can afford to spend and then you can kind of figure out how to divvy that up and where you might want to to make some cuts because I mean especially it's really easy to buy a whole bunch of like Christmas decor too yeah and so when you're looking at that overall number it makes it easier to go like okay well do I really want to buy more Christmas decorations to set around my house or do I need to use that money to go towards gifts for people? And like, where will this have a bigger impact? So yeah, I just think that holistic picture is really helpful to start out with. Well, and even within in the Christmas decor, if you have that number to start with, you can decide how hard hardcore like you want to go on that Christmas decor. decor. Is it decor? Decor. 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 So fancy. Mm, yes. I know. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, espe- again, especially like in our first couple of years of marriage, we didn't have anything. Yeah. You know, we didn't have any, we didn't have a lot of wreaths and garlands and all kinds of no, stuff. No, we didn't. And everything that we did have came from Big Lots, yeah. which no shade on Big Lots, but it was, it wasn't very pretty stuff. It was kind of like cartoony looking stuff. It was a little cartoonish. Yeah. But Nick was like, you have $20 to get decorations. <laughs> we were both in school. Magic. We had no money. <laughs> All right. So first step, start with your number. Don't even think about everything you have going on. Just start with the number. Second step, now you get to think about everything you have going on. So this is where you're making a list of all the people that you plan to buy for and the things you plan to do. And so, um, you know, any parties you're attending or having to prepare meals for, any travel you're doing, if you're traveling really far to see family, uh, decor, Mm -hmm. if you Mm want to do that. Um, obviously COVID makes this whole thing different because a lot of things are getting canceled or not happening the same. I would be curious to see though. I wonder if like money that people could save because like a lot of holiday parties and stuff are not going to be happening. Um, but I wonder if that's, that money is being diverted to like home decor, (laughs) decorations, because I've heard a lot of people talking about since everyone's been home more. Oh, that's why you Christmas. say decor, because it's decorations, not decorations. That just not clicked. Sorry. Okay. Continue. But anyways, since people are spending more time at yeah, home, yeah. everybody's going harder harder on uh, like all the decor well, you decorations. Gotta, <laughs> you could to do it for the gram, too. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. For sure. I bet Christmas spending has significantly increased since Instagram. Like I decorations. I more people spent um, like significantly more money on Halloween decorations. I could see that. I can see that too. I know like in my parents' neighborhood, it was done up way more than it has been in previous years. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's just, it's interesting. It's an interesting side point. But yeah, so, you know, obviously don't get trapped into that because you got to work within that top line budget number. So next you're going to make a big list. All the stuff you want to do for us. We just moved in this house. We have nothing. We're still trying to decide like, is it even worth, (laughs) I want a tree, but like this house is already so empty. It feels like almost goofy. It does feel kind of goofy. I could go without a tree this year. I want a tree. I know you do. So we're going to get a tree. But but yeah. Anyways, think about everything you want. That's step number two. Step number three. This is the sad part. 
Uh, you got to compare the list of everything you want to do and all the stuff you want to buy and the people you want to buy for to that number that you chose in step number one. And you got to start divvying it up, you know, 20 bucks to grandma, $30 on brother's gift, $10 for Hannah on her <laughs> gift. <laughs> Were breath mints $10? That wasn't very thrifty of you no, if you bought $10 breath I bought mints. 50 cent breath mints. Okay, good. But yeah, I mean, no, third step is you got to divvy it all up and you got to start really going, okay, if, if this is my number that I'm working with and this is all the stuff that I want to do, you got to start assigning dollar value. It sounds like not fun to do it that way. Like, oh, just be in the moment, get them what you really want. But like, it sounds weird to, I think, assign dollar categories to like, Keith gets $10. It does feel kind of weird, but I mean... You have to. You really do have to, because if you don't, I mean, you're like, well, I mean, I can spend 20 extra dollars on them. It's not that big of a deal, but you do that with everybody, and it's a big deal. And we don't even have kids, but like, I got to rein you in with the nephews. I'm awful on the nephews. I just buy them all the things. (laughs) You're so bad. I know. I know. And I'll look at something, and I'm like, I mean... Sure, it's more than we plan to spend on them, but they would be so excited. So I have to buy it. I can't afford not to buy can't it. Afford not to as buy my it. grandmother would say. So you gotta you gotta rein it in. So that's that's step number three. Compare the list to your overall number and uh, you know, start whittling it down. And then the fourth step is if your list is really sad and you're like really not happy with it, and it doesn't look like you're gonna get to do anything close to what you're wanting to do and you know, stay out of debt, well, now you've got to figure out, you know, either where you're going to cut or how you're going to make more money. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to is can you pick up some extra shifts? Can you work some overtime? Can you sell some stuff on eBay? And I know I've seen um, a couple of people, um, especially where my grandma lives, like it's a smaller kind of community. And there was a girl who was doing hand lettering stuff on just like plain kind of like craft paper yeah. gift bags and selling them for you know, five bucks a piece or something. Um, so I don't know. People do some interesting things like that to make some extra money around the holidays. I too. think I think that's a good point. I think there's also there, there the people who maybe have money who maybe aren't as strapped this season. I think that they, you know, I'm being a little bit altruistic here, but I think that they're probably looking for ways to help create to spend money? It, to, well to spend money to help people who are creative trying to make a little bit extra money yes you know what i mean like fair. if i if i saw somebody who was like doing these cool hand lettered bags and like a cool way like i'd probably spend a little bit extra for that but oh yeah like they're doing this thing that's cool helps them out i like it yeah you know. and i mean of course it goes without saying but it's always important to remember like gifts and spending money is not the point it's not and it really is not saying that you love people that many dollars worth yeah like our society, things are just so weird with yeah. like gift giving and the expectations and like feeling like you need to keep up with people. And I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird dynamic, but it is not worth going into debt for. Not at all. No. Not at all. And there's so many people, um, you know, I, I see it every day. Um, people who, I mean, basically live where they put Christmas on credit cards. They spend the rest of the year paying off the Christmas that they put on credit cards, and then they put next Christmas on credit cards again. And, like, that cycle, that is not what this season about. That's not, it's just not worth it. And so a lot of it is just recognizing and maybe even having hard conversations uh, with your own kids or with other members of your family. Like, hey, we're not going to, like, maybe go as hardcore as we have in the past, you know? Yeah. And uh, of all years, I think... This year, people would be 
probably even more understanding to that. So I think that brings us to our stuff we like. Stuff we like. What are we liking this week, Nick? Oh, man. We are liking. Speaking of tools, we spent. How much did we spend? 200 something dollars? I think it was two twenty. Probably the best single single best tool the purchase. Best two hundred twenty dollars we have ever spent. Uh, a paint sprayer. Yeah. So this house that we just bought, it's what like sixty percent brick. Mm, maybe seventy like percent. Maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot of brick. Anyways, we're painting it. Uh, we're painting it white. It's like an off white. And creamy oh white. my gosh, we thought that my parents had a paint sprayer that we could use, so we hadn't bought one yet. And it ended up not working. So then we were like, okay, well, we'll just use these rollers we'll roll and it. paintbrushes, which we bought like the rollers that are supposed to be good on brick and the brushes that are supposed to be good on brick. And, you know, we bought all the right stuff. And holy cow, it was it like, was insane. it was some major character building. Like we both said, if we ever have kids that we need to like, you know, get some discipline. Yeah. Build their character up a little bit. We're just going to build a brick wall in the backyard and make them paint Here's it with a, a paintbrush. <laughs> like, holy. Good luck, kid. It took forever to do like a fourth of a wall. It was crazy. I, I didn't think that, I don't know. I was about to have a mental breakdown. But then we went and bought this paint sprayer. And it was legit. Holy crap, it, it was a game changer. I mean, it really, it, I mean, it's not commercial grade. But it feels, it's nice. It was intense. 230 yeah. bucks. Sprayed like, and the the paint for brick is like super thick yeah. too. And it sprayed it out like just fine without awesome. thinning it. Like, oh man, it was It was awesome. so, so worth it. And yep. we did three coats because we did two coats of primer. Mm-hmm. And we it was a coat a day, basically. It took us a full day. Plus you had to let it sit overnight. Mm-hmm. So we spent three straight days spraying and then following it up. You would roll it after I'd spray. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I literally don't know. We would two weeks maybe to yeah. roll it and paint it. I can't even imagine. Now we're just trying not to think about the siding and the trim and everything that still needs to be painted. We're just like, doesn't that brick look amazing? <laughs> the brick looks, so the good. brick looks great. <laughs> Forget all that other rest of the part. We'll just leave it. <laughs> so I think for us, the one thing we kept coming back to, like, because we kept, I mean, every hour it felt like we were like, man, this prayer is awesome. Yes. Uh, and we, so we really appreciated it. I, I think the takeaway for us was, we, and we have to be careful about this too, I think. We're DIYing things in part because we like it. Like we legitimately, I think, are having fun renovating and doing things. But also because we're saving money, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. we could not do what we're going to do unless we're DIYing. Mm-hmm. Certainly not on this timeline. And it's important to remember though that even though we are DIYing to save money, we can't be like so cheap. That you won't get that any you of the won't tools. get some of the tools that you really need to like make your job significantly easier, and I, I mean, not not exaggerating. I think this took, I think it it made a three day brick job. I think it would have taken us two to three weeks if we were just rolling and and painting. With, I legit think it would have too. It was insane. It was not going anywhere. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta spend the two. You gotta spend the two hundred twenty bucks to get the tools you need yeah. when you're doing the DIY. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we've done our little paint sprayer PSA, you want to give us a quick wrap-up? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, we got lots of tips here about how to save money and uh, how to not bust your budget this holiday season. I think the big takeaway, more than anything, is really the theme of our whole podcast. You know, map it out. Make a plan. Don't go into this holiday season blind. Don't let your, uh, you know, sort of whims and email subscriptions and marketing stuff sort of carry you. Make a plan. So uh, our steps for making that Christmas budget first, 
Look at your normal budget. Look at how much money you have in the bank account. Look at what you have going on and ask yourself how much can you literally legitimately afford to spend this holiday season. Second, make a list of all the stuff you plan to buy, people you want to buy for, parties you're going to attend, travel you're going to do, decor you're going to buy. (laughs) And uh, third, compare that list to your number and start parsing it out. 50 bucks here, 20 bucks there, 100 bucks here. And uh, the last step is if you're not happy with that list, ask yourself how you can maybe make a little bit extra money or where you can cut in your overall budget in order to do a little bit more uh, for the holidays. So hopefully this is helpful for you. We're really excited about um, the next month or so and trying to balance the craziness of Christmas and a house with also trying to relax somewhat and hang out with family. It should be a wild time. As always, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. And if you're listening to this when it comes out, happy almost Thanksgiving. Happy almost Thanksgiving. <laughs>